Hey there guys, how's it going? I'm Corey. this is the How to Adult Show, and for today's episode, I'm gonna walk you through a very useful tool for tracking your financial progress, and that would be how to calculate your net worth. Quick disclaimer though, before we get started, calculating your net worth may not always be the best exercise in self-confidence. The first few times you do it, especially if you are a young millennial who recently got into the housing market, it may not feel amazing to see your net worth of like minus $500,000 spread out on paper in front of you. That being said, please stick with me here because it's so important to track your net worth over time because it's the best way to keep track of your financial progress and eventually, I promise you, eventually you will be able to pat yourself on the back for the progress that you've been making. So even if your first net worth spreadsheet doesn't look so promising, progress is inevitable, especially if you start practicing good financial habits by doing things like tracking your net worth. Before I show you exactly how we're gonna do this, I recommend grabbing some comfort food. For me, it's a box of Annie's mac and cheese and spooling up an episode of something fun like Schitt's Creek to cheer you back up again after you have completed your first ever net worth calculation. I'll get ready with you. Hang on just one second. Hey there, I'm Corey Fowler and you're tuning in to the How to Adult Show. This is your go-to guide for all things adulting, where we walk you through the answers every time you hear yourself asking, why didn't anybody teach me this stuff in school? From personal finance 101 to careers and business advice to managing your health and wellness, we're here to give you tangible advice, tips, and tricks to help you start succeeding in any and every area of your life. I know you've got this adulting thing, as long as you've got the right info. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is the How to Adult Show. All joking aside, though, knowing how to calculate your net worth is a really helpful skill to have to keep track of your financial progress over the years. The nature of financial progress is slow and steady, so it's easy to feel like you're standing still and not getting anywhere when this is in fact absolutely not true. Think of it like exercising. When you're diligent and committed, the changes are slow. So unless you track where you started versus where you are now, it can feel like the work you're doing just isn't making any difference and it's all for naught. This is where calculating your net worth comes in to see where you're at, if you're on track, and if you need to make any changes and route adjustments along the way so that you can make sure you're managing your finances to work towards your goals. And I'm gonna say it one more time, if you're either young or just getting started on the journey of learning how to manage your finances properly, it is completely normal for your first few net worth sheets to not look so good. If your net worth is really small or in the negatives, which is also completely normal, don't panic, don't beat yourself up, it is what it is, and now you know where you're starting out so that you can set goals and make changes and adjustments from there. So little adulting pep talk aside, let's get started with how you can do your own net worth calculation. To make sure we're all in the same playing field to start with this lesson, let's first talk about what net worth is. The definition of net worth is the total wealth of an individual, company, or household, taking account of all financial assets and liabilities. Assets are items that you have that have a positive cash value, things like 
bank accounts, or real estate. Liabilities in this context are debts that you have, like student loans or mortgages. So the simple calculation you want to use to determine your net worth is to subtract your liabilities from your assets. The equation itself is simple, but the process of actually figuring out what your assets and liabilities are can be more complicated, so don't worry if you don't know where you're supposed to start. I'm going to walk you through it all now. So first, let's talk about what can be considered as assets. Assets can include more obvious items like your bank accounts, your emergency account, your retirement savings accounts, as well as things like cars that you own outright and real estate. Some people also hold assets in the form of jewelry or art, but honestly, unless you're a person who's consciously investing wealth into these items and they have an actual book value, like the value that you have them insured for, then don't bother including them in your net worth calculations. Then on the other side, you have your liabilities, which are debts that you owe. For example, credit card debt, student loans, mortgages, or car payments. Calculating your net worth can be done in four easy steps. First, make a list of all of your assets and all of your liabilities. Second, record the value of each item that's already on your list. Third, add together all your assets, then add together all your liabilities. And then finally, subtract your liabilities from your assets to determine the final value of your net worth. To break it down into more detail, let's start with step number one, making a list of all of your assets and liabilities. This involves you sitting down and thinking about your own life, but I'm going to give you a list of all of the assets and liabilities that you may have that you would want to consider for this. You likely won't have all of the items on these lists, and maybe you'll even think of some others that are very specific to you and your life that should be on your list, but this should serve to get you started. Potential assets that you might have include your checking and savings bank accounts, your retirement accounts, investment accounts, and the value of the investments you hold within those. It could also include your insurance policies, depending on what type of insurance you have, the blue book value of your car, the equity that you already have in your home, physical cash, your cryptocurrency wallet if you invest in that, and physical property that you own of value like jewelry or art. Take a moment to think about this, see if you can come up with any other assets that are unique to you and your situation that you want to add to this list, then move on to the liabilities. Potential liabilities that you might have include credit card debt, mortgages, personal loans, car payments, student loans, and taxes owing. Again, take a minute to think about whether or not you personally have any other debts that are unique to you, and if so, add them to this liabilities list. Once you have your list of assets and liabilities that you have in your life, it's time to find out and record the monetary value of each of these items. Some of these are going to be easy to look up, for example, checking your bank accounts and recording the balances in them, and some you'll need to actually look up each year, like the blue book value of your vehicle as it depreciates over time. And the same goes for your liabilities. You should be able to look most of these up quite easily. Maybe you'll have to look a little bit deeper to find your taxes owing or something like that if you fall into that category. The third step is to add up the value of everything in your assets list and everything in your liabilities list. Hopefully you will impress yourself with the value of all of your assets added together and hopefully you're not going to freak yourself out with the value of all of your liabilities added together. But don't worry if this is the case, this is all entirely manageable 
knowledgeable. And remember to get super dorky on you here. Knowledge is power. Can't believe I just said that. And by understanding your assets and your liabilities, you now have the chance to create a clear roadmap to manage your finances. So don't freak out, okay? You're calm, you promise? We can continue on to step number four? Okay, cool, deep breaths. The fourth and final step now is to subtract your total liabilities from your total assets. This is gonna give you the final value of your net worth. And it's important to remember that while this final net worth number is the summation of where you are in life financially right now, it's not the be all and end all of how well you're doing or not doing because this number is gonna vary wildly with big life events like purchasing a home. For example, if you're saving for a home as a young millennial, you're saving the down payment for that home. So when you calculate your net worth that year that, you'll still, that you're still saving, you'll have a fairly large chunk of positive cash just sitting there and making your net worth number appear bigger. Awesome. The next year though, you actually purchase your home because you've done really well financially. You've demonstrated that you can save money and the bank has trusted your income earning potential to give you a mortgage. That's fantastic. But when you add the negative value of that mortgage liability to your net worth calculation, you're most likely gonna find that your net worth plunges way down into the negatives. This does not mean that you have bad financial skills and have bad net worth. You've just bought a property and that means that you're doing really well and you now own an appreciating asset that will grow in value over time and add to your overall net worth in the future. And there are all kinds of examples of things like this that are gonna affect your net worth calculation. Like if you invested in Dogecoin, then your net worth would basically look really high one year and then be down to nothing again the next year. All this to say, while it's important to do this net worth calculation, it's more important to pay attention to the parts that make up the whole. Yes, calculate that final number, keep track of that, but when you review this, pay attention to how your retirement counts are growing, how your investments are doing, how your mortgage is going down and you're paying off more and more of the principal value of your home every single year. And you wanna pay attention to these little parts of the whole because these are the individual goals that you can work towards on a daily basis that are gonna make the biggest difference in your life. I personally do a net worth calculation once a year just to keep track of everything, to see where I'm at and to keep tabs on my own progress. Partially, this helps me see, like I said at the beginning, that I am in fact making progress and it serves as a good reminder to revisit my financial goals and keep working towards them. I usually set aside time in January for this little chore and recommend that you do the same because I find this is a really good time for reflecting and tracking your progress and setting new goals. And truly, it hardly takes any time at all. After the first time when I needed to set it all up, it now takes me under an hour to find all of the information that I need, to fill it into my Excel spreadsheet and to see what my final net worth value is that I'm starting the year at. If you wanna just save yourself some time and just use the net worth calculation spreadsheet that I've already created, then you can pick up a copy of that over on the How to Adult School website shop. It comes fully loaded with all of the asset and liability categories that I could possibly think of. The calculations are loaded into the document so that they happen automatically when you just fill in the columns. And it's really easy to pull this same document out year after year and just 
fill it in the same way all over again so that you can consistently and consciously track your net worth and your growth and your progress over time. If you wanna pick up a copy, you can find the link to the website shop page down below in the description. I'll leave it down there. Or it goes without saying, of course, you're also welcome to just use the information in this lesson and piece it together to put one together yourself if you prefer. Either way, before you go, I wanna make one more recommendation and that's to put it in your calendar now to do your net worth calculation at the start of the new year. Set it as a recurring event so that you can do this every single January and track your progress consistently over time. Before we wrap up, I also want you to know that you're always welcome to leave questions down in the comment section and I will go through and answer them. <laughs> I'll actually look at them and answer what I can or point you in the right direction if I don't have an answer. So if you have any questions at all about today's episode, maybe what counts as an asset or a liability, where you can find the right information, anything like that, just drop your questions down below in the comments and I will answer them or point you in the right direction. Thank you so much for watching. I appreciate you and your time so much and make sure that you subscribe to the channel if you found this episode helpful. I'm Corey. this is the How to Adult Show, in case you didn't know what you're watching, and we will see you right back here next Monday when we release a brand new episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the How to Adult Show. Our goal is to make your life easier, so you can find today's show notes, links, and free downloads all in one place at howtoadultschool.com. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe and leave a comment, review, or share something with us that you'd like to learn next. I love to hear from you. Again, I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and I'll see you right back here next week with a brand new episode of the How to Adult Show.